0: Hi, I'm Bran,
1: and I love Hallmark Christmas movies.
0: Hello, I'm Panda,
2: and I like Hallmark Christmas movies.
1: I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies.
2: And I'm Bill, and I'm still trying to figure out what I think about Hallmark Christmas movies.
1: And this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Guys, it's Boy. so good to be back. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. It feels like we just recorded two episodes and we're recording a third one right now.
3: This episode, I believe, is airing on Black Friday. It
1: is. So, and guys, what's your favorite Black Friday uh, story? Mm, I sleep in every Black yeah, Friday. I, do too. Never I don't ever go shop I, for any reason.
0: I get great deals on DVDs at six o'clock at night on Black Friday. Now, a
1: DVD kids is a disc. <laughs> it's a circular shaped thing that you actually would put in a player and to play a movie, and it worked every time. A internet di- or not, internet? A Digital video recorder, di- DVR, DVR. Yeah, I don't feel like that's, that's not accurate. what a DVD player. No. What, it's not are important.
3: what are you? What are you? What It's great to be here for another episode. Uh, we are. This is the last episode of the week. But guess what? We're coming back with a mm, whole a slew, slew wow. of episodes next week. So get ready for that because uh, currently we are we're in a bunker somewhere <laughs> watching nonstop Hallmark Christmas movies because they're making us this week. It is. It's one
1: a night and it's been brutal so far. And we have to record seven podcasts this Sunday. I
3: went down to Florida to see my family. Haven't seen them. Yeah, it's sure you like you've
1: just been locked in a room doing room. the old hallmark. <laughs>
3: I'll see you guys in the Hey, new thanks
1: for the response we've gotten so far. Thanks for rating and reviewing us. But we are really super excited about our premier sponsor, the American Leprosy Mission. They're housed in our hometown of Greenville, South Carolina, but they A64. But they make an impact globally around the world. Every two minutes someone's diagnosed with leprosy. And for us to have a very small part in helping uh, cure that disease has been awesome. And Bill, who sold himself short in the intro, is actually the head of of the American Leprosy Mission, and he's kind enough to join us on our little podcast. Bill, tell us more about yourself and about the ALM.
2: American Leprosy Mission, well, I'm the CEO of this organization, which has been around since 1906, and it's all about trying to bring hope and dignity to people around the world who are still devastated by a disease, uh, leprosy, which does exist and still destroys lives. And so we still work to both cure the medical aspects of that disease and also... To ensure that people make it back into their families and they find hope and they discover the miracle of being healed, which sounds very Christmassy, I think. And that's what we're about. It It really does. And so that's what your listeners can do. They can help make miracles uh, possible. We have a Christmas catalog linked to off of your your webpage, and uh, that'll help people uh, find a way to support our work.
3: Yes. Go ahead. now quickly uh, Dan, Dan said it a little bit but a lot a lot of people including myself didn't really realize that <laughs> uh, leprosy was still such a bit a big deal uh, share a little bit more about about that like how big of a deal is this still today
2: well leprosy affects about five to seven million people around the world who uh-huh. have a disability from leprosy they live with it every day uh, every year they're 300,000 people who get diagnosed and there are hundreds of thousands of people who who won't get diagnosed because there's still a fear around leprosy in parts of the world so it's it's still a big deal. If, if To put it in perspective, in the United States, a, a devastating disease like breast cancer, there'll be about two hundred to 250,000 cases diagnosed. Right. And so leprosy uh, is that many cases and more, uh, if, if that helps put it in perspective. Wow. Yeah. It affects a lot of people around the world. Well,
1: yeah. and a lot of people like just think, like you said, Bill, leprosy is a thing of the past or it's been cured, uh, and that's just fundamentally not accurate. And what you can do is you can go to deckthehalmart.com, you can click on the link uh, for American leprosy Mission, you want to do something great this holiday season. You want to give above and beyond, and uh, and go and do something nice for somebody else. This is the way to do it. We appreciate your support in this. And here's the thing: you thought Bill was just here to give a spiel about the American Liberty Mission. No, no, no. Bill Simmons has watched a Godwink's Christmas, and he's joining us for the entire episode. Bill, how thrilled are you?
2: I am pretty excited. I got to it. <laughs> hey, B-
3: Bill
1: said, "Can you guys talk about this
3: throughout the rest of the season?" We said, "No." And he <laughs> says, "But I'll talk about Godwink's Christmas." And, and we, we said, yes. said, "We're all in." <laughs> Crying. You're in mm. uh, It is a Godwin Christmas That we're talking about today It is a movie That there's been Much buzz about It's been one of those it, there, There's a few movies On the list this year That every time We show people the list This is one of the ones That gets brought up As what is this even What does it mean What is it about um, And we're about to tell you uh, A Godwin Christmas Originally aired On November 18th 2018 And it went A little something Like this Paula Is an antique Uh Appraiser whose Aunt Jane is trying to convince her to come visit her at Christmas time and then duck it. Uh, Paula has a boyfriend named (laughs) Daniel who's all business uh, and puts alarm clocks on during coffee dates with Paula because 'cause homeboy's gotta work at a uh, dinner surrounded by family he asks her to marry him and she's like uh yes while shaking her head no which I feel like a dead giveaway she <laughs> calls up her, uh, her aunt uh, crying but but not happy tears as she says they're not happy tears she really doesn't want to marry this dude so she agrees to go visit her aunt Jane a- and right when she lands in Nantucket aunt Jane hands her another plane ticket and says we're going to Marquiseum this vineyard. Can okay, see you? Bye. Uh, I can't go. Just get there. Uh, and, and it's there that we meet Gary. Uh, G-E-R-Y. Uh, a young fella who, who bought an inn and really likes to decorate for Christmas. He brings Paula into town and they really begin to hit it off because they both like taking old things and making them new again. She, uh, she goes antiquing, and uh, just like that, she's back on a plane, except she's not. Due to fog, her flight can't take off. And wouldn't you know it, a room opened up at <laughs> Gary Jerry's
1: Inn.
3: <clears throat> Gary gets an idea of of how to make uh, the, the, the the big festival even more festive and classic. Homemade Christmas ornaments. Mm. Gary and Paula begin to open up to one another, and she shares stories of her Christmas past and her mother, who has passed away, and they really begin uh, talking and uh, taking a liking to one another. As Paula goes into to, to Gary's office to, to print something off, she sees a, a courier and Ives print very similar to one that she saw earlier in the movie at an antique store in town. So uh, she, she's, she's in Nantucket and she talks to uh, she's back in Nantucket and she talks to Aunt Jane about how she really likes this guy that she just met. So what should she do? Just call it the engagement? Most likely. Uh, but, <laughs> but guess who <what laughs> surprises her in Nantucket? Icky icky Daniel. He's there. He said I'm here and let's hang out. Except he's not going to hang out. He's just going to be on the, the phone the whole time. It's just, it's just a, a, a big mess. Back <laughs> at the vineyard uh Gary received a mysterious gift. Inside the gift was uh, the print of of the, the courier and Ives that she saw at the the antique store. And and, and she's like, Well where'd this come from? Uh, I don't know, but maybe we'll find out. Um while out uh, on the famous Nantucket Christmas stroll, Daniel notices that Paula isn't wearing her engagement ring. That doesn't go over well, and he leaves town ama- uh, immediately. Gary calls Paula up. Sorry, we're getting there. Uh, Gary, Gary calls Paula up when uh, when he finds out that it was her that bought the gift, as as she's about to board the plane to go home, and he's like, "Just stay right there." And she's like, "Hurry up!" Even though she's already missing the flight, but whatever. Uh, so so uh, so homeboy gets off the plane, and it's like hey, I used to be married, but things didn't work out because I wanted to move to the vineyard, and she was a big city girl, so you know that's not gonna work out. So, bam, quits, Phil. Uh, but she's like, listen, I'm engaged, so so, so he's like, okay, go go, go do that. And you think, well, okay, that's the end <laughs> of the movie, except it's not. Guess what? Here we go. She goes to visit Daniel in his office. He takes a phone call instead of talking to her, and so she puts the ring on his desk and walks out. See ya, Daniel. So, uh, she heads back to Nantucket to spend Christmas with Aunt Jane, and right when she gets off the plane she says let's go let's go to the vineyard and so they get on another plane to go to the vineyard and i feel like they should have just got tickets to the vineyard cut out the middleman save, save <laughs> <you>
1: step. <laughs> unbelievable
3: so paula goes to uh to, to to so i'm sorry they get in a cab they're on their way uh, into town for the festival cab breaks down and paul's like i'm gonna go go to town or something and so guess who's guess who's waiting for her in town Gary. Uh, she tells him that she broke off the engagement despite uh, there there being only a couple minutes left in this movie. We get an almost kiss out of nowhere. You didn't even see it coming because the cab shows up Hong Kong. Aunt Jane comes out with every other important character in this movie and it's like, listen, when God's been winking at two people the way that he's been winking at you two, how could we not notice and, inter- and intervene? Uh, so they nudge him into meeting that evening. They kiss. Fade to black. And that, my friends... A guy God a loves Christmas.
1: You did it in just <laughs> under 20 minutes. You gave it. us a synopsis. Guys, I didn't know what to take out. It was just it's all, absurd. And was, This is based on a book. That's based on a true story. They show you a picture at the end of the real two people. That's
3: right, Squire. Oh, <laughs> so Squire, Squire Rushall, Squire. I don't know. Mm, what uh, a, guys, mm. we have four segments on this show, uh, and the first one we always do. It's a very important one because without <laughs> this one, what's the point? It's called Hot Take. Hot, Hot Take. Is where we share how we felt about this movie, and I always start this segment with my good friend Panda. Panda, how's it going, pal? Oh, so
0: good, Brandon. How was your Thanksgiving? Mm. You
3: know what? The most beautiful
0: thing. Tell I've us ever what had. you thought about this movie. It was fine. The Cajun
1: fried turkey <laughs> that you make on Thanksgiving.
0: One of the spiciest, oh, most delicious, crispy on crispy, the outside, juicy, juicy on, on the inside. inside.
1: You get it. You, you want to slap Except your the mama? One, the first year that you did it, you had the big fire. Yep, it Oof. was not good. We don't talk mm. about the fire. We don't.
0: The movie was only okay. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) You liked it, is what you're saying. I
0: I liked it. It was fine. Uh, But it was fine until the final scene, which to me, it just derails. It goes off the rails hard in Mm. this film. Uh, But... Yeah, it's fine.
3: fine. Now I know that I wrote a very long synopsis for this movie, but if you can believe it or not, I fell asleep multiple times through this movie. <laughs> Did you <laughs> really? I was like, oh my but god! But was that
2: because you're happening? watching a hundred at a time? Yeah, yeah, it
3: was the second of a night. But I was, was boy, it was it was like and lot. this is a true story. I was using the the DVR, and uh, for some reason. Uh it, it it cut it cut off randomly. Like something messed up and I and it was late at night and I was like, whatever. I I'm just gonna <laughs> go to sleep and I finished it in the morning and it was a lot better in the morning. Huh. Uh but anyways, uh all that to say it, it was fine. Uh but but it was just there was so much about this movie I was like, this is just so this is such an unnecessary thing mm. that's happening. Mm. Um so it's just okay for me. Uh and and that's just the way that I feel. Bill
2: Oh well, wow. Um <laughs> You know, really, the, the thing for me is I have to say one thing. That is that this was my first Hallmark Christmas ever. M- movie ever. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Welcome
1: aboard,
3: So, Bill.
2: So not having any other context. You've heard
3: a lot about them. Yeah. I
2: haven't. Uh, having no context, I am still in a state of shock <laughs> from just absolute Christmas decoration overload. That's I, right. There's yeah. more Christmas decorations than the Biltmore <laughs> in this one film. You
1: get numb to it.
2: And... <laughs> I was really I'm still trying to get over that. So I, I watched the movie. I yeah. didn't hate it.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. But
2: I mostly remember the the, the decorations. That's
1: okay. that's the signs yeah. of a of a good Hallmark movie in all honesty. You just remember the decorations. Now,
3: let, let me ask as this this is your first one. Are you gonna go back for more?
2: Um <laughs> I, I'll, have to, I'll have to think about it. Uh, okay. What a political I, I maybe answer. Maybe at the guy. end of this session, <laughs> <at> this, <laughs> yeah. this episode tonight, I'll, I'll give a, a definitive answer. Now, Payton
3: has been known to change his mind throughout a podcast. He does so that. maybe yeah. by the end. Yeah. He'll yeah. Like, I, you know what, guys, I like
1: at. to
0: think I'm very stalwart in my beliefs.
3: You're
1: not, though. You know what? <laughs> so here's the deal. Do you guys, don't you guys love Martha's Vineyard? I do. You know, the one cab driver who knows all about <laughs> <laughs> antiques, but his cab doesn't work. Uh, Look, guys, um, I felt like God was winking at me to turn this movie off on a number of occasions. This movie should be called A God Winks Christmas, Rich People Problems. Uh, The only reason any of this is a problem is because everybody's rich and doesn't know what to do with their money. I mean, I've got to buy a $5,000 Courier and Ives original for a dude I just met. Um, I got to take the jet back because I missed the last jet from Martha's Vineyard to the other place that's nearby <laughs> that we should have just taken the plane from to begin with. Right. Oh, I got to go back and see my other boyfriend who gave me the nice ring. I don't know if I love him, but I, like <laughs> it just, and here's the sad part is it's probably the most. And as you know, evidenced by your synopsis, it's definitely the most plot heavy mm-hmm. hallmark film we've watched so far. Any disagreements there? No, no. there's so much. And here's the thing is, because of that, you do get some good acting. You get a little bit of, like, genuine feels. Kimberly Sustad, a favorite of the podcast, although any, I call... Don't
3: say anything. I, don't, don't say
1: anything bad about her, because I said they dressed her frumpy one time, and everyone got mad at me on the internet. Rightfully so. Everybody just said Dan's the worst, and I was like, they dressed her frumpy. I didn't say she was frumpy. Um, I don't think she's for me, necessarily, um, but... I do feel like there are things about this movie you could recommend, considering some of the other just schlock we've watched. But it just got in its own way a number of times, specifically with the God-winking gambit, I think, which is the one of the worst ideas for a movie. Um, and I know it's a book series, and so I'm sorry, Squire Rushnall. I'm sure you're a regular Harper Lee, but it just wasn't for me.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, it's time for uh, All the Feels, the part of the show where we... Talk about what gave us those feels. I'm about to sneeze, so I'm going to kick it to Panda. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
0: um, I guess if I have to pick a thing that gave me feels in this is... I I feel like it's kind of cliche, but the carousel scene at the very end. like It was fine. It worked uh, well enough. Even though how they got to the carousel, why it's on... There's (laughs) some questions. uh, (laughs) But it it worked enough, I guess, for me. This wasn't one of those movies where I... I had, like, the ah uh, moment like I did in
2: uh, the one we just reviewed, yep. that one.
3: yeah, You know it. You know it. <laughs> Return to Christmas Creek. Yeah. There it is. Bill?
2: Well, I uh, entertain myself by uh, tracking some words, and I'm going to give you a few. So holiday was used ten times. Homemade, <laughs> okay. homemade twice, traditions four times, handmade, tree lighting three times, winter wonderland, old-fashioned reindeer, Santa, but... Christmas was used fifty times 50. on the nose in in this movie, which wow. I thought was impressive and maybe a little bit intentional that it was fifty Symbolic. on the nose Wow, so I'm not sure what all that means, but <laughs> what gave me the feels if anything gave me the feels, I will say this 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 decoration thing has still got me hung up yeah. It I, does. I saw decorations that were at a level that I thought, now, I don't want to do this myself. <laughs> yeah, but you know. I thought, if my house could look like that, yeah. you'd be in. man, that, I, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> it's, it's the house it,
3: that around Christmas time, you take the family to go see. Absolutely. Like, go yeah. this uh, that, if it's rich
2: people problems. But this, in this movie, it was every house, every airport. Yes. It was all decorated. But I think that I would say, you know, if my house was like that, that would be... My house is not decorated like that. But if it was, I mean that's the it gives Fair you the to feeling. A dream.
1: Bill. One day. Fair to dream. No, I've always been a big fan of Christmas decorations if I don't have to put them up myself and somebody does them for me. You have to get to that level. Get it, such get a out pain of taking time. them down No too, one subscribe too. It or not. by it. No, huh. Like no, no one subscribe no one by <laughs> hey, it. Hey, you should
3: subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, you should Just rate and review the all the things. Uh,
1: Dan, what do you think? Um I, the carrot, look—it's an old-timey carousel, and they're on it at the end. I get it, okay? Like, I, I'm not going to take that away. And I also feel as though it, it, one of the better acting jobs of the movie was when Sustad like does say that she really loves him at the end. Yeah. I thought that was, considering how most of those scenes go, I thought it was a pretty uh, a pretty good version of that because we get that in every movie, and this one seemed to be better than the average one. So I, I, that's my feel. Sure, why not? So, one of the
3: things that you guys might not know about me and my love for Christmas is uh, I I have a weird thing where I like to watch QVC around Christmas time mm, okay. and look at all the Christmas things that are that are for sale. Uh, and one of the things is I they, they do a lot on QVC. Or now, they, QVC, to. kids,
1: is a shopping channel. Now, you know how <laughs> Amazon you can go on 24 hours a day? With QVC, you get to watch one thing at a time being advertised for you. You call a phone number, and you go, you order that one now, thing. Now, lots of
3: times they have this guy named Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yep. And, he, and he shows off these paintings. And for whatever reason, Christmas paintings – have always given me feels, yep. mm. and so seeing these old uh, Korean Ives paintings mm. or pictures or portraits or whatever uh, gave me Christmas feels. Seen two of them in one movie, uh, I dug it. It gave me Christmas feels, um, and it made me want to turn on some QVC.
0: How did you feel about the fact that the guy confesses? That he literally has uprooted and changed his entire life, and it leads to the divorce of him and his wife over what amounts to a Thomas Kincaid painting that gave him feels to move to a small town. Mm. That was tough.
1: He seems like a a winner. (laughs) Seems like a guy you really want to ditch your fiancé for. I saw the prints
3: and I got the feels, but I do not have a desire to divorce my wife for them. So (laughs) there
1: there is a fine line. There is a middle ground is what you're saying.
3: (laughs) I'm just pointing it out.
1: I will
2: pile on and say that there's free cider in Martha's (laughs) Vineyard, which I thought was both compelling as a reason to go there, but also... Feels festive,
1: yes. yeah, and it's rich people problems once again. Let's just give away the cider; it's exactly. basically hey, what water. We <laughs> this is not
3: a business venture. <laughs>
1: uh, Except for wait, what? One, this movie made us go. Wait, what
3: just happened? I'm going to start with you, Dan.
1: Okay, I've got so many, uh, and I'll, I'll try to narrow it down and just chime in. Hey, with let's you guys.
3: just do, let's just follow the rules first. Okay. Let's do
1: two. You and know, then I'm a two. rebel, Brand. Um, and Wait. this is a big one, and it's overarching. And really, this movie, at the end of the day, uh, is, has a very big uh, determinism versus free will theological argument in it. Mm. And I hate that that's a thing I had to say on a podcast about a Hallmark movie, but is God winking at us, or is Kathy Lee Gifford pulling all the strings?
0: Right. Maybe she's God. Okay. Uh, all right. Tossing it
1: out there. Okay. What if they go meta? In
3: the words of uh, the great uh, philosopher Ariana
1: Grande... God is a woman. If, if, in the words of the famous philosopher Joan Osborne, Joan something, what if God were one of us? What if God were one of us? <laughs> Just a slob, like one of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, so here's the deal. The whole movie, it's like maybe God's winking at you. You know, maybe this is his way of telling you to move. No, no. It wasn't. Cassie Lee Gifford, apparently, with her friend in Martha's Vineyard. V- Vineyard? Martha's <laughs> Vineyard. Go to Martha's Vineyard. You won't regret it. Uh, Martha's... Cider everywhere. Every Ma- corner. You just free cider. Uh <laughs> Martha's vineyard, her friend there and her have determined that Paula is right for this dude who left his wife for the painting. Um, and, and so they have decided to create a series of events all to look like God is winking, but really they're pulling all the strings to get these two guys, these two kids together. And that is a really weird thing to have happened at the end of this movie yeah. for me. Like, it was a big, massive wait-what.
0: I, I want to chime in real quick because we will get the emails on this. Dan, his wife left him. That's my bad. My, back bad, back my bad. i like, back up there. Like, yeah. And, and it you. was after he decided to move because of the cord right. and Ives. I Lisa, gotcha. we just No, no, no. Thank you so much. Please don't email us on that one. I appreciate that. that. Dan, yeah. Dan didn't watch. Yeah,
1: Send your hate mail to me. I did watch. (laughs) There's just a lot of details (laughs) to keep up with. And Uh, a God Hates Christmas. I'm not done. That was my first one. Now, (laughs) um, there are a bunch more. Having said that, um, Paula is supposed to be a very famous or at least successful antiquer, correct? Correct. She gets paid really good money because she's a professional, like, an appraiser, knower Mm -hmm. of antiques. Like, you look at something and identify it, right? That's right. Um, and she goes into this antique shop in Martha's Vineyard and she finds the courier and Ives print. And she's like, is this an original? Is it a print? And the, the girl who's working the antique shop, she is selling it. And so I can't give her a hard time cause she doesn't know what she's talking about. But Paula's expert advice, this is her I read this thing w- wind up the pitch. This is the one thing you look as a professional. This is my, only I could give you this advice because I'm a pro when it comes to antiques. Um, check it out before you put a price tag on it. Yeah. <laughs> check it out it's before reasonable. you put a price tag yeah, it's on reasonable. it. reasonable. Yeah. That seems like something that every antique shop owner does with everything. There is no world where that is an ex, that's expert advice of any kind. And
3: hey, I, you want to <laughs> check out this print? Nah. I don't know. Put it for $10. Pile, I got a Babe
1: Ruth card. A dollar. It's $1. <laughs> I, that's not a thing that happens. You don't make money that way. Right. That's probably why she's selling that's it. That's right. I got to use Coke can. $50,000. Bubblegum from Sam Spence. <laughs> $10. $10. I've got many more, but that's it right now. know what you got?
3: Uh,
0: I, I want to point out just one of the scenes where uh, they're making homemade crafts, and, and the oh. and the lady takes a pine cone and puts it in a mason jar, and she goes, and he goes, "What's that?" And she goes, "It's a snow globe."
1: No, it's not. It's <laughs> not a snow globe. It's a pine cone in a mason jar. Can we camp out on the crafts for a second though? Look. None of us in here. Are you a craftsman, Bill, by any chance?
2: Uh, Not a Christmas craftsman. No. No. um,
1: All of us could have made those stars. They're just wooden sticks. You just yeah. glue the points together. It's not rocket science. Well, they were were like, I, I think friends.
2: you don't want dried out wood. I think that was what they were missing. They, were, <laughs> they kept going they were I do using that same thing completely with my... dried sticks that you're going to snap in half.
1: <laughs> they I, kept just going. Oh, these stars are so hard. It's the same thing I do is the same thing I do every time I have a, a,
3: a stirrer from Starbucks. I play with it and I make it into things. That's what they were doing.
1: Yeah, but they couldn't make a star. <laughs> How she do that? Oh, and she's such amazing so amazing. <laughs> she should quit her job, <laughs> where she tells people to put a price it's, tag on something after they've reached it. Out.
2: Her grandmother taught her
1: to do yeah. that. Old fashioned. That's right. Yeah. Old fashioned. Old, old fashioned. Thank you. We just right. say like,
3: how bad are these festivals? Here? Like, what can we do to to really spice this up? Wooden stars. <laughs> That'll catch everybody off guard. <laughs> no we'll
0: see it coming. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> man. Uh, my other way what has got to be Buddy the cab driver. Oh, for uh, sure. Uh, I have questions about at the very end, they planned this elaborate thing to get the, the main two guy and girl together meet at the carousel. But Buddy's car breaks down again. How Was that
1: planned? Because it's making grinding noises I, like I, that. I have issues. With I that. have started to think that all of the times Buddy's cab broke down were on purpose. That's my news. Th- now I, that just Shyamalan'd you a little bit. That I blew my it. mind. But every time his 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 taxi breaks down,
2: that's a director. By the way, that's for right, yeah, the yeah. Yeah. M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan. Does not do Hallmark movies.
1: He doesn't, but he should. Works right. Um, We're trying think hard. about it. Every, I would like to. Can I press pause
3: on this conversation until what the Hallmark? <laughs> yeah, because there's a specific part of this that I have a, a question okay. about.
1: All right, that's my theory. We'll move along. <laughs> well, I, it, I just don't want to. No thanks, Bran, Here we go. Who's next? <laughs> It's just important to know the segments. That's all okay. I'm saying. Bill?
2: Yeah, well, I've, I've got two. Uh, the first one is Gary, uh, for some reason, is chopping wood in front of the end by the road. <laughs>
1: right. It
2: seems like an odd place to do that. And not only – he's very good at it. He chops through the log, and he breaks the chopping block as well. And you can see this moment where uh-huh. the actor has a realization – I don't think that was supposed to happen. Yeah. But they didn't cut it out. So that was a little bit, wait, what? But the, <laughs>
1: the,
2: the other one for me was when, when Gary tells Paula to wait at the airport. There's not a flight in a couple of hours. Now, he is on Martha's Vineyard. She's on Nantucket. She has flown there. Now, he has to get from Nantucket. I mean, from Martha's Vineyard right. to Nantucket. And I assume he's doing that by ferry. And... <laughs> It's it's just say it's close. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be hard. So I think there's a little issue with how quickly he can get there before the next flight.
1: Right. But the, they're
2: assuming we're not very familiar, I guess, with well.
1: And type the time doesn't always add up because it's no. like we missed the flight. There's one in two more hours. They're just running those flights nonstop, aren't yeah. they? But and, this
0: leads us to something that no one's expecting. We're actually going to be going on location. Brian's <laughs> going to take a ferry. I'm taking the flight. And we're going to time. try gonna, it out.
3: That's right. <laughs> That's what. Like the this a real, this is a real like. This if is somebody a real pays cereal. for us to do that, we'll do it. This is a real serial type thing. Like we're going to time it, going, <laughs> going from telephone
1: uh, post to telephone Ad post. Adnan couldn't have been in the woods because he was at Best Buy making the phone call.
2: Adnan, <laughs> we're cheering for you. No, I, d- yep. I have a question for you are guys we- because I, this, these are hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies, and this is a real question. It, this seems to be more to be a movie that happens at Christmas. Yes than a Christmas. Is that, you're the professional yes, here. Yes, Brandon. Brand, is this make it a Christmas movie or just a love story that happened to happen while Christmas was happening to them?
3: The movies that air on homework movies and mysteries are much more uh, geared towards being movies that just happen Drama. to happen at Christmas time. Yeah. Whereas the homework channel movies, sometimes that's still the vibe, but it's definitely more over the top. Christmas. Which
1: is weird because in Martha's Vineyard there would have been plenty of snow. And so, like, this is one where the snow did not feel out of place, unlike right. Christmas at Graceland. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Mounds of snow in Memphis. Right. Shocking.
3: Uh my way, what are this? Uh she's on the phone with her aunt at the beginning of this movie. And she says, Is that the harbor right here? Like what? Like how? How? Like, on the, on the phone, like how, how clear is that reception? Like how loud is the harbor? I, I like. There's just a lot of noises that you hear on the phone that you don't just immediately go, "Oh, that's the harbor." Uh, and then, and then my last one is that at the end of the movie. They get on this carousel. And that the carousel um, only runs at summertime, right? It doesn't usually run at the Christmas time. Carousel turns on. And O Come all ye Faithful is the carousel tune. Yeah, it, and, you're right. and I'm interested in why O Come All Ye Faithful I did not even catch is, the, that. is the summertime tune. That's right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Summer's at Martha's Vineyard singing oh, Christmas carols. Oh, carols. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That, uh, yeah, that's a good one. I can't believe Thanks, I didn't of that one. I'll nice be, work. I'll be here all, all, yeah. all, all season. But yeah, you, you know,
2: the, the comment about the phones, I, not, I noticed no one texts either. No. They're only user they calling, only use their phone for calling, which I think there's this message which, there for all the all the watchers is right. you should make phone calls. That's right. And not talk text to, those. to people, yep. You'd be which actually is what
1: you can hear. It at least <laughs> makes <laughs> at least makes sense why Daniel had like the last time Daniel answers his phone, like no one answers the phone there. No one in their right mind. Like serious talk with your fiance. That's you can't you relationships on the line. But Daniel realizes I can't text if I miss it. <laughs> it's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> that Give makes me five sense minutes. <laughs> I, I love it
3: and yeah another thing that happens since that happen in these movies with phone calls is no one ever says bye it's just like I yeah. hey, get it, yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah. it see it <laughs> <laughs> that's right. in the, in the right, It's time for What the Hallmark The segment of the show where we wonder what maybe would happen before Or after that would give us a little bit of clarity On, on, on the whole movie As a whole and I'll start with Panda uh,
0: I, I kind of want to know what happens uh, Once the book is finally released They make a big deal over the fact that the ant Has written a book yep. uh, They're pushing it to New Year I'd be interested to see what's kind of the aftermath in that uh, There, that's it
1: Wow Great. Dynamite ticket. drop in Bill, what do you want me to say? Time <laughs> no, 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 no. Come
2: on. Well, well, I, well I, I will notice that this uh, this fundraiser thing was for the kids, by the way, and <laughs> that's, right. that's all we know about them. It's just the kids. I don't think anything else is ever said. That's the only name they have. <laughs> it's for but the kids and it, that's it did leave me wondering. Who are these kids on Martha's <laughs> kids. Vineyard? Uh, and so it, not only did it leave me wondering, I actually looked some things up. So despite oh, In spite goodness. of the fact that the average household income on Martha's Vineyard is $116,000, wow. um, right there are m- about 150 or more homeless people. Wow. And there are a couple thousand people who use the, uh, the food pantries there. Wow. And so it actually turns out maybe it's not unreasonable that they were doing the fundraising... That? For the kids. For the kids. And it left me wondering, and I answered the question, so I'm not wondering any anymore. But uh, wow, yep, that's it. There you go.
1: And that makes me feel thank a little bit you, bad about you, the rich
3: people problem. Thank you for the hard hitting journalism. <laughs> back to, back to you in the studio. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> went a long way. It was really good. I'm sorry, <laughs> Dan. Um, I do want to know where uh, Paula and uh, I think it's who did she go to college with? It was the same college. It was it was uh, Gary Jerry, right? Didn't they go to college together? or was well, it, No. It,
2: it was yes, the, they did. They, they, so, they went to University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, which yeah.
1: here's what I want to know where they went to college. Is there another, like, because that's Penn, right? Like, that's Ivy League Penn, correct? There isn't Penn and a University of Pennsylvania. No one calls it the University of Pennsylvania. It's just Penn. If you go to Penn, that would be like saying, like, you had, like, a Rolls Royce and you called it All Roy. Like, you don't do <laughs> that. You say, I have a Rolls Royce. That's what I have. Like, if you went to Penn University, you say... I went to Penn.
0: Uh, Dan? We got got panda here. Uh, Here's my dynamite drop in since you wanted (laughs) one so doggone bad. There is a University of Pennsylvania located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That is not Penn.
1: That is Penn. You see the logo? Just joking. That's Penn. (laughs) Dynamite drop in. (laughs) (laughs) Good gosh. University of
2: Pittsburgh.
0: No, it is Penn.
1: And then also, I do want to know what specific professionals this antique shop owner did. Uh, consult in regards to the original print of Courier and Eyes because her quote is, I reached out to some people and went on the internet. And so I want to <laughs> know if she looked up like a reliable internet source or was it like Joe Don's Couriers? <laughs> like, what, like what was it? And I want to know what research she did because I want to make sure she did her due diligence because she gave uh, Paula 25% off of that, which off of an original Courier and Ives is like probably like a $1,500 savings. So, you know, that's a lot of money. I hope she did her due diligence. Those are the two things I want to know.
3: Great one. (laughs) Um... Here we go. The I got three. The first is after the tree was lit, the entire crowd started to sing Silent Night like immediately. I want to know how that tradition started. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the first one to said, Let's sing Silent
1: Night afterwards? <laughs> one had a two, <laughs> had a one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It, it was just <laughs> everybody knew to do it, and I want to know how they knew. Uh, second, Kathy Lee's ability to walk into an airport right as Paula's exiting the plane <laughs> is amazing. She's always walking right in. That's right. She's walking right out. And she's like, I got another plane ticket for you. She's
1: uh, pulling all the strings. Yeah.
3: Well, God's wake. Yeah. I want know uh how, like how long did it take her to finally get to that point to where she can time it just like that and lastly going back to 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 buddy the the cab driver um so it is clear right that that they were pulling all the strings to make this happen right yep. so as buddy the the i keep wanting to say elf buddy the cab driver <laughs> is driving them into town the the headlights start to flicker and the car, the car breaks down. What has he had done to his car in order to make that like without a doubt this is going to happen?
1: I just think because that was all
3: part of the thing, right? They had to break down. Um- she that's she my point. To like that doesn't but, make any but sense. But
1: the first time he breaks down is when he's picking her up at the airport, and he goes, "Hey, why don't you just ride with this guy? You're going back into town, aren't you, Nick, or whatever?" And he's like, "Yeah, get in the stranger's car. I only got one stop to make to kill you." Uh, <laughs> like, like, but they like from the beginning of Buddy's taxi escapades, which that sounds like a great jazz album. Uh, I, I I think what happens is every no no we're no? not doing it. No, uh, I didn't know Buddy. Consistently has his taxi breakdown at the most appropriate times, so that uh, he can help Nick and Paula. Is there a button
2: (laughs) breakdown? No, it's actually you know if you have a stick shift and you know you just play with the clutch and you have the lights flicker, play with the lights flicker on and off, and you just you run that clutch enough and you're gonna it's gonna stall out. Buddy
1: was an actor who was hired. (laughs) He
2: was just a good driver.
1: I love
0: it. I I also want to I want to point out that maybe he wasn't as great of a taxi driver as you might think because earlier Nick says hey they don't have any taxis around here and it's very difficult to get a taxi this time of year and meanwhile Buddy's making decorations holiday decorations <laughs> during the Buddy middle is, of the day Buddy's <laughs>
1: doing it all he's, a, he's well,
3: like Caffey Christmas at the so no one could get in yeah. so. I'll say this I, I cannot believe there's a movie about God winking and Buddy wasn't an angel
1: I mean somebody he, he at
3: least. Had, somebody had to be an angel there's angels huh. in the outfield and in the but there isn't field. a single uh, angel mm-hmm. in this movie it was shocking well
2: there the, there was uh, there was a devil and that was Daniel yeah, that's, that's right true. because he He's the only one that he, he used three words that I think you don't say in a Hallmark Christmas movie. He said "summer." Yep. Mm-hmm. Beach and Florida." All oh, three of those movie, all three of those words, and so I'm pretty sure that's when I knew that he Ooh, was the enemy.
1: He also told Paula, "If you marry me, you don't have to work anymore." And that goes over well in 2000, Hallmark, but it's 2018. You do not tell a woman she does or does not have to work.: That's right to make her happy. Shame on you, Daniel. Come on, Daniel. be better. And also summer and beach. What do you think? What are you, what are you doing? Listen,
3: and as somebody from Florida and who is currently in Florida right now, I can't wait to get back. I mm. hate that place. The place is yeah. the
1: worst. Um,
3: <laughs> wow. Guys. Right. Sorry. We did it. Listeners. We did it,
1: everybody. Boy, the fourth one of the week. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I hope you continue to tune in. And hang out with us
3: next week, where there will be, uh, I think, uh, somewhere between five...
1: <laughs> and seven episodes.
3: And 700 episodes coming up next week. <laughs> We're just,
2: well, I have a challenge to leave oh, before you go off. Please do, My please. challenge to your audience is, since Christmas was used 50 times in this movie, oh, maybe boy. could we get 50 of your listeners to go on the website and get, let's do 50 gifts for people who need hope. That would, that would do justice to... God
1: wink Christmas. I love 50 it. 50 miracles. Gosh, 50 of you. This is from the CEO of the American Leprosy Mission. It's Christmas time right now. It it's is. the time of giving. Why don't you do something I think nice. we'd all
3: agree the Christmas season is a fit. Like, weather, no matter where yeah, you're at, today's Friday. the day.
1: Instead of going to Best Buy or Walmart and buying another who's it or what's it, how about you go to com? you click on the American Leprosy Mission link, it's so easy to find, it's going to be at the top of the page, and you go, and there's a whole Christmas catalog, you can choose exactly how you want your donation to be uh, given and allocated, and it's awesome, and it, you will feel so good because you've helped others, and you've helped a cure, giving, what did we say $30? $30, $30. Is that's unbelievable. Cure, it cures someone amazing. from leprosy. That is so amazing. Please do us a favor and check that out. Uh, thanks so much to Bill Simmons. Uh, for joining us for this episode and sitting and through, Bill, your first I, I love your
3: podcast. I love the Ringer. I love everything that you guys oh, do. Thank you, thank
2: minute. you. I, and I, I mm. took a break to get here. But, That's uh, right. <laughs> I found if a way to do guess it. Yes,
1: Bill Simmons on the podcast. Well, we we're we were we gonna get <laughs> it. <Christmas. laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, thanks so much, guys. Right, thank you
3: for listening. Thank you, Bill, and everybody out there. Can we be the first? This is this is happening right now to wish you a very, a very, good very good. Me. Merry, merry
2: Christmas.